Welcome home. I'm so glad you hit play on my podcast, Home Ec Express. My name is Jamie Umfenauer, and I am your host, and this is episode 54, a little bit about canning. Okay, my friends, I am so jealous of all of my friends out there whose gardens are just coming into season and overflowing because that little jealous part of me, I really miss it because I used to also garden my vegetables and um, I also have fruit trees and I really miss that part of life. It was very satisfying. Um, and then I would preserve a lot of our, our grow, our uh, harvest and use that of course all winter long. <laughs> my favorite thing was to do my tomatoes um, and peppers. And so um, what I thought I'd do though, is because I've been getting friends, uh, a lot of pictures, especially from my friend, Nikki, who has been busy in the kitchen today. She already made, I think, 12 cups of strawberry jam. She made me some killer salsa from her garden yesterday. And I want to really talk about canning because a lot of people um, a lot of people are afraid of canning or they think it's like a big, big mystery, but really it isn't. And so you need just a few tools. Um, and of course, mason jars and fresh new lids. Mason jars are so handy around the house for more things than just canning. So usually after I've used them once, then I can, I'll use them for, um, Actually, all of my seasonings I buy in bulk. So I just store them in mason jars, uh, you know, for putting popcorn and rice and all kinds of stuff. So that beyond beyond canning, your mason jars are valuable. So, um, and even vases, I've used them for centerpieces. But anyways, <laughs> I digress. I get off on my little rabbit trails. But um, there's a couple different kinds of canning. There's pressure canning, which you could do in a pressure cooker. Um, which is, you know, more low acid foods, more meats, and then the water bath canning, which most people are really super familiar with, um, which is, you know, all your jams and your jellies and um, all that kind of stuff that, um, you know, that right now is coming into season and you want to take advantage of that. So with the pressure canning, obviously you're going to need a pressure cooker of some kind. With water bath, I have a big, I mean, really big, probably, oh gosh, close to 18 inches around pot with a rack in it that you can lift uh, the jars up and down. Uh, you need to have canning tongs, which are a specific style of tong. Um, and of course, different kinds of tongs for when you're sterilizing the lids and the jars. So you're going to need not just the water bath canner, pot, but you're going to need another pot or two for ser sterilizing the lids and the can uh, the jars. And so um, I love, and I'm self-taught in canning, uh, but there is a wonderful big book. It's the big book of canning by Ball. And there's, there's the mason jar company and the Ball company, the Ball glass jar company. And they put out a fantastic book of all the do's and don'ts and how to's and lots and lots and lots of recipes. And so that is worth the investment in getting if you want to get started on canning. Uh, and I learned so much. Of course, there's YouTube videos and things like that. 
hopefully you might have in your family still some generations that um, did do canning so that maybe they can work with you on how to do that. I think a little bit has been lost because it, canning seemed to be um, something of olden times, you know, the older generation did it. Um, and then everybody's so used to these, you know, fast food, quick foods, processed foods that we've really lost the, the um, tradition, but also the skill of food preservation and canning. And especially in the times that we're in right now, agriculture is having problems because of government um, inflation. We have problems with um, the supply chain. And so we're in the coming months, you're not going to see the quantity probably of certain canned goods, especially tomato products in the stores, because what you're buying right now is last year or two years ago's harvest. Well, this year, I know in California, the government forced many farmers to follow fields. And, uh, and then of course there's water restrictions, which is really ridiculous. Um, in California, well, we're one of the biggest tomato growers in the, in the country. And so, if you think about besides fresh tomatoes, what tomatoes are used in, you know, canned pasta sauce, to, you know, canned tomato sauce, diced tomatoes, all of that, pizza sauce. And so um, there's going to be a shortage of inventory besides the supply chain, just moving things. Um, and what better way to take care of that is if you have your own harvest or you have a friend who shares with you. And so I love, love salsa. So you can can salsa. You got You have to make sure you have enough salt in there to make that happen. Um, but usually we eat it too fast. So, but what I actually do mostly with tomatoes is literally make my own tomato sauce and then can it or my own marinara because I'm a, we're a red sauce family. And so with the marinara, I want it fresh all the time. And so by making it in big batches and then canning it, uh, I'm able to have it all year long. And so uh, the other thing of course right now is fruit. And so all the berries, um, apples and pears are not quite in yet, but it's definitely time for like strawberry jam and all of that to be made and preserved. Um, gosh, if you have figs, fig, fig preserves are beautiful. Um, there's just so much that you can do. And of course, cucumbers equal pickles. <laughs> and pickles can be canned. Pickles can be refrigerator pickles. Um, and so you can do them sweet. You can do them spicy. You can do them dill. You can make relish. My goodness, the choices are endless. And there's so many different recipes online that you can, um, and then can it and have it in your pantry for winter. Um, squash, you can also like zucchini, you can make relishes out of that. There's just the, so many possibilities. And then of course, as we get a little closer to um, my apples tend to be like end of August, September. And so with that, what I would normally do is applesauce and then can it. And then I also have a freezer. And so um, you can preserve food in the freezer as well. And so what I do in the freezer with the apples is make apple pie filling where all you have to do is dump it into a pie crust or also make like cobblers and, um, Ooh, I have a peach cobbler in my freezer that just popped in my head. Um, but 
because uh, peaches are in season two. Don't forget your stone fruit. But I would make uh, like apple crisp and then not bake it, but then wrap it and freeze it. So then all you have to do is pull it out in the morning, put it in the oven in the evening, and you've got a beautiful dessert anytime that you want it. Um, because remember, apples have a limited season, though you can see them at the grocery store all year long. Um, a lot of those apples were either in cold storage or they are coming from the Southern Hemisphere. So they've been gassed, they were picked early, they're covered in chemicals. And so they're not as fresh. So you want, you know, save your fresh produce that's local and, and yours so that you have the best. And it's just so much better. Um, but you have so many options for food preservation. And the other thing is to invest in a food saver. Um, that is the vacuum sealer. And so you can use that for meat, vegetables, you name it. Um, you can also prepare things for sous vide cooking if you want, if you have a way to do sous vide cooking, which is the water bath for a couple hours, which perfectly cooks meat. Um, but having a stocked freezer and then also preserving your harvest now for the winter. Um, and then it also makes great Christmas gifts to pass out to your friends and family, just saying. Um, but it is so easy to do. Yes, it's time consuming, but it truly is a life skill to learn how to do food preservation. And so uh, your family will thank you. You will always be eating delicious local and fresh foods that way. Um, by using your own harvest or, you know, a harvest that you were blessed with from a friend. And don't be scared, you know, just give it a try. And if you know somebody who knows how to can, ask them to teach you. But again, I love the big book of canning from Ball, um, besides the how-tos, but also the wonderful recipes that are in there. So, when we look at all what is growing in the garden, never get overwhelmed by the volume of it because it's there for today and also for the rest of the year until next year's harvest comes in. Um, and it's wise for us to learn these skills now in case those hard times do come. Uh, and, and you're also able to take care of yourself, your family, and your neighbors. And all of that is so important to do uh, so that we don't have to rely on others, um, but we can also bless others. So again, food preservation, you can do water bath canning, pressure, pressure canner canning. You can do the freezer. You could do, if it's pickles, you could do them in the refrigerator. Um, you have tons and tons and tons of options on how to do things. So if you have any questions, feel free to, you know, shoot me an email or reach out on my website, homeexpress.com, where you can subscribe to our email list and get a free downloadable ebook. Um, but you can also follow us on Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. And uh, just enjoy everything that the season has. Enjoy salsa. It is divine and worth it. <laughs> and again, always reach out if you have questions so that you can learn to be self-sustaining and also bless your friends and family as well. So I hope that you got a little bit of inspiration this week. Enjoy those millions of tomatoes coming off of the vine. And um, you will never regret the hard work you put in now when you're enjoying the fruits of your labor all winter long. Take care, you guys, and I'll talk to you in two weeks. We'll be out of town next week. Bye.